What's up, music junkies? Thank you for tuning in. Today we have a, an exclusive interview with Tara Casey. Tara Casey. <laughs> yeah. R&B soul. R&B, great singer, artist, model, and scholar. scholar. Yeah, scholar. You'll find out soon enough. Oh, but yes. so let's talk about music. That's what this podcast is about. <laughs> yes, it is. So I don't know if you if you know who um, Six Nine is, the rapper. Have you heard of him? Um, the, the guy that are, are you talking about? The snitch? Yeah. yeah, the guy that's the snitch, <laughs> the one with uh, rainbow hair. Yes. Yeah. So did you hear that? So he came out of jail, you know, all cocky. Um, his lawyer got him off because he has asthma and the coronavirus was going to kill him and if he stayed in jail blah blah so they gave him house arrest you know and he came out he released a new song called gooba i think that's what it's called some trash song my opinion if you like it i'm sorry about that but it's like some trash trap rap song and it's horrible but so he was in in his apartment and he was taking pictures on his balcony with like cash just taking pictures, you know, casually in his balcony, acting like he was fucking rich and shit. And then his neighbor was recording him like, oh, my God, Takashi moved to my apartment complex. What the hell? It was crazy. He's taking out pictures outside. So they found his address from that video. So they found out, like, this guy lives right here. So for security reasons, they moved him to another um, place. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Fuck, dude, the fucking... Snitches end up in ditches, dude. Yeah, you don't snitch and just get away with it. But he did post on um, social media that claiming that Snoop Dogg... Because Snoop Dogg called him out. Was like, why is, you know, fucking people buying this rat's music and listening to this dumbass or whatever. And Snoop... and. Takashi posted on, on social media saying, you guys really want to know who's a snitch? And tagged um, Snoop Dogg. Supposedly, he has information that you know some OGs, OG rappers, um, are snitches. Well, shit is gonna hit the fan. Oh my goodness, that is brutal. I haven't. Uh... Everybody loves Snoop Dogg, man. He is the. Come on. But I mean, let's be real. Fucking he. Is not really a gangster. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think Snoop Dogg's a gangster. I think he's a studio gangster. But that's just me. His music is fucking amazing, though. He's a great guy. Great guy. But Martha Stewart did more you know, time than him. Snoop, <laughs> hold on. I, I watched. So Snoop Dogg released like this video. I think I saw it on Facebook. He was just chilling in his car, blasting "Let It Go." Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know, we're, we're going to get out of this thing soon, you know, so just let it go. Oh, my gosh. So, Jason Derulo came out with a new song called Savage Love, and it came out four days ago. Also on Jason Derulo, I don't know if you saw, I was watching a, a, a video of him, and he shaved his eyebrow. Just one eyebrow off. So he was playing a basketball game with um, 
someone he knows, I guess. And they were first one to miss, loses, and he had to shave their eyebrow. So Jason Derulo is walking around with fucking a shaved eyebrow. That's awesome. That is you ever have you ever done anything like that? I would never shave my eyebrow. Dude, I'm already ugly as it is. I don't need anything else ugling me up. Bruh, beauty's only skin deep, okay? Shit. Nothing inside of here is fucking beautiful either. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit, man. You gotta you need some Jesus in your life. Y'all motherfuckers need Jesus. Anyway. LA. If you haven't heard LA, I saw him play live. I saw How him do you play spell live. That? E-L-H-A-E. Nice. It sounded like you were saying L-A. Yeah, that's how you that's how you pronounce it. L-A. L-A. Yeah, so in his show, I saw him live in his show, he spells it out. And look me up. My name's L-A. It's spelled E-L-H-A-E. But he said he has everyone um, chanting it in, in the show. He came out with a new song. Or, yeah, he came out with a new song on May 7th called Need to Know check it out dude that's dope great i'm gonna have to check him out for sure because i haven't heard of him yet all i know is uh drake <laughs> top five so there's biggie han wayne three thousand and young money young tony sorry young money young money yes, is their label baby. bruh <laughs> young money cash money i don't know you know his top five rappers. I don't fully agree with. Um, Biggie's great. I wouldn't consider him top five though. I think Tupac, for sure, is number one. Oh yeah, yeah. I, really I know you love your Tupac, man. You yeah. made it. You know, <laughs> very overly clear. My brother, my brother used to have the, that Get poster. My brother used to have that poster of Tupac just looking up like this. I'm like, okay, I love Tupac, but not that fucking much. <laughs> I'm not going to put Tupac fangirl posters on my wall. Oh, what about Doja Cat? With uh, She had a special guest performance on The Voice you know, this, this past week. Um, Dude, that. So, <laughs> if you don't know how she got famous, she's a great singer. A great singer. She has the, the song... Um, Fuck, say so. I think it's called. Super fucking catchy. It's on MTV everywhere. It's in fucking commercials and everything. But she got famous by uh, releasing a music video of a song called Moo. Moo. <laughs> and it's literally her saying, "I'm not a fucking cat. I'm a cow, and I go moo." <laughs> you know what my thoughts were when I listened to that? That is a and uh. uh my my roommate made a comment too because he and I were both listening to it and he's like that is such a Taurus thing. And I'm like yeah. what? <laughs> I like a Taurus thing to say, you know, like the cow, you know, in the in the way that she's talking about how she is, she's a Taurus. Is she a Taurus? So that's something that I want to go look up and figure out for myself. You know, I haven't done it yet. Probably should have. You really? I just think it's just for shits and giggles. <laughs> Hey, it could she's, be, but she's she's twerking, artist, bro. Bro, she's twerking while eating fries. <laughs> she has them in her nose too, bro. Oh, Did yeah. you see that <laughs> part? <laughs> she imagined though. 
imagine being so just making a funny song you know not thinking anything of it and all of a sudden you go viral blow up dude if i made a funny song i would sound like weird al yankovich and i would i, I wouldn't like it <laughs> yeah they're trying to catch you white and nerdy <laughs> hey i'm white and blessed bro no you're white and nerdy <laughs> let's be real chris brown um one single of his is called wake up dead how the heck do you wake up dead what is that from <laughs> it's from a movie scary Pop movie culture scary movie scary movie Man. He's like, you don't wake up dead yeah scary remember. movie three scary movie three <laughs> you can't wake up dead if you wake up you're not dead <laughs> yeah the yeah, I don't know. What else you got on Chris? Uh, I was listening to him the other day, man. He, uh, I forget what song. I think it was called "No Guidance." Haven't heard it. Was, it. it was good. Uh, Chris Brown is one of those artists that were, I think they peaked when they first started. That was their peak. You know, yeah. Chris Brown he fucking started throwing hands. We don't get into that in this show. We're not Jacob. getting into anything. That's domestic motherfucking violence, and I can't motherfucking yeah. deal with it. <laughs> no, but Chris <laughs> Brown was great when he was like this tall, super young. Uh, that was Chris Brown's peak, and he's still good. He's a fucking good singer, but I think he runs his mouth too much. He's always running his mouth on Instagram, which I don't understand. Damn, is he a Capricorn? You tell me you're onto these fucking horoscopes. <laughs> what are you? A Capricorn. So you're always running your fucking mouth? Am I? Yeah. Yeah. You are. And what? He has uh, a six collabs? Three with Young Thug, one with Drake, one with Gashi. And I can't remember the last one. Joiner Lucas. So I don't know if you've heard Joiner Lucas, but Joiner Lucas did a song commemorating what? I don't know if commemorating is the right word, but he was talking about how Will Smith influenced his life, you know, with all the movies that he's made, you know, everything that Will Smith has done. So he goes he does like a timeline of all the wills will smith's creations and he dresses up like him and he sings about how he's feeling like will um and just how will smith was an inspiration to him growing up and will smith heard it did a reaction and was all in love with it and then they just released this the same song but now will smith is rapping the whole thing and talking about how he feels amazing that he was an inspiration to Joyner. But he also talks about Will Smith's inspiration. And it's pretty fucking good. Joyner Lucas is a fucking great rapper lyricist. And if you haven't heard it, listen to um, Will Smith. Or Will from Joyner Lucas. And then listen to the remix with Will Smith. It's 
great fucking song. Also, speaking of Gachi, Gachi has a new song called Dilali. Dilali. That mean? I have no idea. But it came out four days ago. <laughs> Sick. So. Uh, oh, Chloe and uh, Haley. Yeah. Chloe and Haley, is that how you pronounce it? Um, their new album is out June 5th. And it also has uh, Beyonce promoting it. You know, who would have thought? Another big name. Well, they're signed by Beyonce's brand, label. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah, and you know, uh, Haley. I think it's. I think it's Haley. She is the girl that's playing Little Mermaid. In the new um, real life Little Mermaid. So she was the one that got all kinds of backlash. I think. It, I think it was Haley, not Chloe. I think it's Haley. So she got yeah. backlash because she is African American. Mm-hmm. And you know, these nothing against you, nothing against you know other white people, but the white racist people were saying, "What the fuck? This this isn't right." Ariel, a Little Mermaid, and the cartoon was white. She was always white with red hair. And you see, that's the problem with what, what's going on in society is we all feel entitled to say what what things should be because of all that. Inter- internalized racism yeah and, and you know people really ought to just drop that i don't like to get into this this topic but people say jesus was white jesus definitely if you know if, if he was real if you believe in him he was not white mm-hmm. he was from the middle he was, east he was brown he was brown he, he Saint Nicholas, Santa Claus was not white. The real Saint Nicholas, look him up. He was brown. So I when, believe you. So when people I, say and try to, you know, interpret these you know, historic people into what they want to interpret them into, that's fine. You could do whatever you want, but don't get mad when someone else interprets it a different way. Everyone has their opinions. Everyone wants to believe something. Don't mad. And I know I kind of steered away from Little Mermaid. You know, this is they're talking about Little Mermaid and how but, she's but not no, African American. To it because no, but it pertains to the, the entire thing as a whole. Because I mean, look at the huge uproar that that caused. You know, and, and instead of look at this person being the problem, it's like no, look at how you guys are being the problem. Yeah, and. And continuing to perpetuate this amount of hatred like, and dude, love yourself. Don't 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 be hating on other. Like, people, how do you man. know she wasn't the best candidate? What if you know all these white girls with red hair fucking just don't know how to act, and she was an amazing actress? You don't fucking know that. She, what's wrong with her being black, anyways? You know, what if what if she was Latina? Like I said, you know, I, I just don't hey, understand what the problem is. But honestly. I think there's always going to be haters, but before we get too far away from the topics at hand, and yeah, you guys need to handle your shit. Apparently, um, yeah, not you guys. You know, we love you, music junkies. We're we're just we're frustrated because we see a lot of things happening in the world right now that are just uncanny, 
things that you would have been called crazy for for saying could possibly happen in the day we're, li we're living in but what it all comes down to is the world does need a lot more love compassion and understanding so um yeah so cyrus yeah I'm, I'm moving along noah cyrus <laughs> new ep the end of everything um, so it just dropped on Spotify. I don't know how many listens it has yet. Do you have any intel on that, Mario? I do not, but let's fucking find out. Take Shit. me five seconds. And if you don't have Spotify, get fucking Spotify. It costs $10 or $15 and you can get five memberships. I love Spotify. I'm a believer of Spotify. So... Uh. Yeah, showing your support for that kind of stuff. And hey, Spotify, hold on, I love hold it. on, hold on. Spotify, if you're listening, sponsor us. Please. <laughs> so, no, it doesn't give me the streams yet, but it is up. And it has a few, tra a few good tracks. I got so high that I saw Jesus. That's a title. That That's a some, title. That <laughs> of <okay>. her songs. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that before, bro. You know, there was this strain going around um, in Yuma when we were living there, and you know, back in the day when I used to smoke, not anymore. Um, when I used to smoke, there was a strain called Jesus Pussy. Wow! Did it smell like it? <laughs> Oh yeah, I know what Jesus pussy is. That's probably what they're trying to. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It'll get you so high you'll see Jesus. That's for sure. <laughs> Anyways, Charlie XCX has a new album. How I'm feeling now. How I'm feeling now. <laughs> I'm gonna go check that out after we're done here. <laughs> Spotify is teaming up with artists like uh, Marshmallow and and others to raise money for the COVID relief. You know, for for artists, um, their goal is one million, and so basically, artists can all add a link, to Cash App, PayPal, or like a GoFundMe and be able to donate that way so i think that's kind of unique and nice you know a little way of helping within the community because like we said going back into this political shit i guess it all does mesh and and, and kind of blend with everything because it is impacting us and we have to quit living in that denial um yeah we talk about this all but, the time you know but it impacts so many people and it impacts you know the heroes working on the front lines it impacts the artists you listen to every single day you know they they can't make money and and we're not just talking about these rich well-known artists you know here we like to talk about um or we like to interview and this is who we kind of like to focus on is the up-and-coming artists and that them um they probably need help the most so it's awesome that spotify but is in this yes and even the state and Employees have taken a 10% uh, pay cut to help with the relief efforts, or at least that's an article that I read. You know, it, it was hit by fact checkers, so it was deemed as okay and legit 
but so uh, I also that's read weird. that that I read that at one of the airlines um, airline companies, the large ones, um, the CEO is only getting paid like 10% of his normal salary because he wants to his employees to get paid. I don't know if that's true. I didn't fact check fact check it. Um, that is a selfless thing. That is beautiful yeah, right there. That's and fucking I'm amazing. Like, okay, I feel that. Jeff Bezos is fucking over there gonna be the first trillionaire ever. Like what the fuck? Trillionaire. What's he doing? What's he doing to to help with any of this? Yeah. I don't know. Not my place to say, just my place to ask questions and you know, what do you guys think? You know, I I, I can only see what I see. That's that's all. It's crazy. But before we get even further into this evil blanket we call life <laughs> yeah we call life. life um let's go ahead and get uh tara on you know we hope you guys staying well so stay tuned here we go awesome so uh what can you tell us about yourself in a few words um i'm super creative um artistic and open-minded <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, we can. We, so we listen to a lot of your music and it's you are a really, really great singer and you're super talented. And Thank so you. uh, what are some of your inspirations? Um, I'm definitely inspired by like 90s R&B music. So Sade, um, I love Cassie. Uh, 2000 Sierra. Um, as far as like modern day music, I'm definitely inspired by Janaiko, um, modern day Sierra. Um, yeah. Awesome. So, uh, of, of your inspirations, what would you say that you like about them and like about each, like the, those little things that make them stand out? And that you I've like? always admired how Sade has been like really subtle and sexy at the same time. Um, and I don't know, I kind of have like a soft voice. So everyone tells me that like I sim I sing similar to Cassie and Jenna Aiko. So I guess it's just always been my vibe. I always look to them for inspiration. I also love how they're like lyricists. I love how um, they can just like turn you know heartbreak or whatever experiences they go through into you know into art. Right. Do you, do you write your own music? Yeah. <laughs> you you write everything. Yeah, I've been writing since I was like in second grade. Because <laughs> I, you know, I was listening wow. to your music and it, it, the lyrics is just—they're pretty good. So thank you. How how did you get started, like writing music? I've always been a writer. Like I've always—I used to write stories, like actual books, and then um, I was also writing poems and spoken word. But I, yeah, I used to like, I remember in second grade, I got in trouble for like not going to recess and just staying inside and writing songs. But yeah, that's just, I don't know, I've always loved writing music. So yeah, it's just a talent of mine, like something I'm really passionate about. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Um, so uh, what are some tools that have like helped you grow as a musician? Because, you know, we all have that starting point. Yeah. Definitely finding, um, number one, like finding my style, my niche. And um, it also comes with, you know, learning more about yourself and understanding yourself as an artist and as a human being. It really helps with um, 
writing music because you're not so focused on how you want to come across to others. You're just focused on how you're going to um, articulate your own struggles or your own hardships. It's almost like you're writing to yourself. Like, how do I explain exactly. what I went There's through? There's just a lot of emotion, you know? Yeah. Most definitely. Uh, so music's all about, you know, you want to kind of express yourself. You want to help others express themselves because not everyone could write music like you or not everyone could, you know, sing like you. And it, it kind of helps you help others, I guess, in a way. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like even if you're not a singer, there are so many ways to, you know, tell your story and like um, show your personality, whether it's through style or art, like, um, painting and stuff like that and also i'm really into spoken word but anything like that i feel like so music is just mine <laughs> yeah that's awesome okay so have you ever had like uh like writer's block um writer's block comes so rarely but i actually really appreciate when it does come because chances are if i can't really write about anything that means that i'm really at like a state of peace so um, I really appreciate the times when I can't really, there's n like the, like the pain is not fresh enough for me to like write a song or anything like that. Cause the lyrics come so much easier when you're pissed off. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. And, so, and when you're not, <laughs> so when you're not, and there's like nothing to write, I can, I literally just spend that time just doing my research and like researching different songs and music and genres that you know artists that i haven't heard about um i just take that time to just you know be at peace and <laughs> you know it's crazy because I've, I've never i've never heard anyone say writer's block is a good thing for me <laughs> yeah. exactly and so that for me he also kind of was like a ah like that light bulb moment it's like okay so yeah. that's, um, that, that makes sense that, that is an amazing way of looking at it so yeah. what is your writing process like if you mind that i ask um well it always starts with um an experience. So I'm the kind of person where I kind of like, I'll even exaggerate um, a scenario. I'm super dramatic. <laughs> um, my whole family calls me a drama queen, but literally if somebody st steps on my toe, I'm going to like write about it. <laughs> um, no, amen. So that's like, the process starts with that. It starts with some something happening and then I might write one song about it or I might write a whole album about it. Um, and yeah, so I guess it starts with the experience, and then it go it starts with it. The next step would be reminiscing on it or looking back on it and thinking, okay, what happened, <laughs> and then being in my feelings, and then writing something, and then taking it to the studio. <laughs> That's a step by step process of how it goes. Do you play any instruments? You know, I used to play piano. Um, I still know how to play, but I definitely didn't. Um, maximize my potential where that's concerned because I moved around a lot and one time we moved and my piano was gone so that was a bummer and also I used the piano to help myself learn the guitar a little bit but I don't even remember anything about the guitar even though I'm pretty sure that if I picked one up I'd be able to understand because it's similar to piano so and who, who do you usually work with when you're you know because when you're writing you have to I mean, for me, I need to have a beat. So do you work with a producer, you know, while you're writing? Yeah, I have a couple of producers that I work with, um, like on an individual basis. But I also am always exploring YouTube to find more different, you know, creatives and stuff like that. And there's also a lot of good instrumentals online. So I normally just lease those. But I love um, working one on one with um, producers as well, because that's really awesome. 
Yeah, and then they, they, and they help like, you. Yeah. And I've been like, um, that's one thing I've been getting into this year is like finding a good team of artists that like I um, feel like complement my style and who I really trust. So that's been awesome. Um, I, there's, someone, there's one guy that I work with now. He actually featured on the uh, album. His name, he goes by HB, HBKRYN. Um, but yeah, he's like, he lurks in the shadows. He's not a super like, he, um, he's more like, he likes to be in the background, um, which is interesting. I found a lot of people in this industry don't mind being on the back burner. They don't yeah. necessarily want the spotlight, but they love to create. So yeah, he's super talented and I work with him all the time. I'm actually going to work with him today on, um, my second album, which I'm really excited about. <laughs> oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, congrats. When is that coming out? <laughs> Um, I don't know, because <laughs> it's, it's in the works. I don't even have a title for it yet. I have a few titles that are up in the air, but I haven't even decided on the title. But um, it's basically like a branch off of my first album. Um, yeah, I just I guess I had more to tell. <laughs> so I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> That's cool. So when you're not, uh, um, what kinds of other things do you like to do to decompress? You know? um, um, I'm a full-time model. Also a full-time student. I'm pretty much graduating. I've got three more classes left, so I'll be graduating within the next couple months, um, getting my bachelor's degree, and then I'm going to law school for environmental law. Um, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, my goodness. Well, shit. Well, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Thank good luck. you. I, no, I wish I was book smart. Like <laughs> yeah, school has always been... Um, you know, a part of my childhood. Like my family pushes school a lot. I've just been brought up that way. Um, I definitely struggled though trying to find out what I was going to do as far as school is concerned because I'm always I've always just been super creative, so it was kind of hard. But I got into like um, I joined the debate team and went on to varsity and I got into like that kind of stuff. So you know, it's just a side thing. It's just a side thing. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how <laughs> you're you're s- singer, model, and then. Uh, lawyer to be. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Model, scholar. Okay, yeah. that's that's what. A triple have... threat. What's next? Like movie and film. I have a business that I'm starting actually. But oh yeah, what is it about? <laughs> nice. Um, it's a it's a, it's within like the beauty industry, but I literally just have like just got it up and running the past like couple weeks. So um, I just I haven't really been talking about it too much because it has it's not where I want it to be yet. But once I get it, boom, and then and it'll be a thing. Yeah, congrats. Thank you. So not to get too political, but as you're aware, you know, the there's a pandemic, but what's mm-hmm. the first thing that you want to do that you're going to do after it all blows over? Travel. I really, really need to get back to LA. Um, I have a song coming out with a friend of mine, Antonio Breeze. It's coming out, I believe, mm-hmm. on the 30th. It's called On the Side. And we've just been dying to shoot a music video for it, but I just can't get over there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but as soon as I can get over there, then yeah, I'm hoping in June. I've been pushing pushing the trip back since April. I like to go. I was in March. I was there in March, and then there also in January. I like to go every now and then. Um, I definitely love the energy out there and the vibes and the people. Where's the best? Well, your favorite place to visit is it LA? Um, it's definitely LA, but yeah, it's definitely LA. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even I haven't been um, many places outside of LA except for like Anaheim, and I did shoots there. But surprisingly, there's work for models. But um, I don't know. I feel like LA is more um, 
concentrated with artists creators yeah it's pretty much it's focused on the movie industry and the music industry it, it, there's not not one person that i've not talked to from the music industry that doesn't love la it's yeah <laughs> I, I feel like i wouldn't i'm i don't think i would want to live there though because traffic i'm <laughs> no that yeah <laughs> And I'm used to peace and quiet. Like, I don't necessarily want to be in the center of everything. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I'm not, you know, the traffic, I spend, what, four hours trying to get 10 miles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, my God. Yeah, Allie's no, no joke. You go before traffic starts, you can get there in, like, five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, so it's easy to see how this has kind of, like, impacted everybody's thing of everyday life. Life, but how else has it kind of put a damper on your stuff? Well, there's definitely like, um, I would say lack of work where modeling's concerned. Less shoots because, you know, we're trying to be careful. Yeah. Um, I still am modeling though, just not at the same rate. Um, and I mean, LA seems like it's not, LA doesn't care because my phone's like constantly blowing up like, hey, are you back yet? Hey, are you back yet? I'm like, okay, there's a pandemic going on. <laughs> but I'll let you know when I'm back. Um, but I guess um, aside from all that, you know, like mentally, um, I really, I'm in, I'm, I'm okay. Like, I feel like it's just like a kind of like relaxed period where I can just kind of like ease my mind and just, I've just been writing tons of music and I feel like that's how most people should look at it. I know that not everyone's the same. So for some people, if they're not going to be able to, you know, ne- you know, necessarily produce more work, it's more like, you know, they have to just like work with coping. But I feel like um, I feel like when it's over, we're kind of going to miss it. So <laughs> I just um, I focus on the fact that you know we have more free time and we have um, time to just you know even do some self reflecting. Yeah. Um, and just spend time with our loved loved ones because you know this is like a wake-up call that you know yeah it's fucking crazy i know yeah i have a cousin who works um in a new york hospital and she just tells me oh my god yeah i know it's insane i was actually born in new york so it kind of hits home (laughs) where where are you living now i'm in uh, i'm in orlando but i'm sometimes in miami um so mainly central and south florida um but because i go to school here i go to ucf so um I'm in Orlando for the time being. Um, I won't be here for much longer, though. And then I've also lived. I was raised in Connecticut mostly. I moved to Florida like five, six years ago. So you're you born in New York, lived in Connecticut, then went to Florida. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And how, how do you? How's the scene in Florida? Like the music scene. Everything okay. Um, definitely, Connecticut has nothing. <laughs> so um, I'm from a super. I'm from Western Connecticut, a super small town. Um, before that, I was living in Royton and then Greenwich, but I, anywhere you go, it's super um, boring. <laughs> um, there's nothing to do, but um, so definitely moving to Florida, it was a huge opportunity for me to just, you know, meet creatives and just, I mean, there's nowhere to even perform like in Connecticut. It's very, very, um, you know, it's just not meant for creatives. I feel like anybody who's trying to like pursue almost anything <laughs> should definitely get out eventually how did how did how did the transition go from cold ass connecticut to humid hot <laughs> florida oh my god the first couple years um i lived like near like right next to my high school so i had to walk every morning um and literally 
my hair would just be insane. <laughs> like <laughs> I would feel like you step outside and you think that you need to take a shower immediately because you yeah. just feel like the whole outside is just sticking to you right now. But I'm, I don't know. I've gotten used to it, so it doesn't bother me as much. And I think that your body kind of adjusts because now when I go to New York or Connecticut, I feel like I'm like dried out. <laughs> yeah. And then it's too cold for you. <laughs> oh yeah, way too cold. I don't think I could ever do that again. Hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> the winters are so it's long. Like me moving from Arizona to um, moving from Minnesota to Arizona, it was oh so God. drastic. You go oh. from like a cold, snowy climate to a dry, hot one. You're yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Arizona but, is like, you know, the peak of the heat. I know. 120 degrees. And then Minnesota is like just the coldest place ever. Yeah. I've been actually wanting to visit Minnesota. I kind of want to visit like the inner states. I don't know why. The Midwest and everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I kind of like, um, I guess, small towns just because I I grew up in like a small town. But I like small town states, if that makes sense. Like the states that are you know, kind of quiet and oh, on the inside. Like Ohio, Idaho, Montana. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the places that no one visits. Yeah, I want to visit them. Just, see, <laughs> just like for a little, you know. I feel like the, like the, um, I guess the sense of neighborhood is like pretty, or the sense of home over there is pretty like, you know, strong. Yeah, and there's, there's I've heard they were super friendly and, you know, they bring people in and their yeah. hospitality is just amazing because yeah. you know they're a small town so everyone's friends there everyone is close that's what i heard yeah. i mean i've never been so when it comes to your music um have you played any shows or been to any events where you sang for where like when it comes to your your music have you done any shows yet oh yeah i've done a lot of shows um I do shows in Miami. Um, I've done shows in Orlando too. I think only one show in Orlando. Um, I mostly do shows in Miami and South Florida. Um, West Palm Beach specifically has a lot of, um, um, hosts a lot of events where artists can perform. So okay. I feel like there every week, like a couple times a week, there's something going on over there where you can showcase your talent. I think that's really dope. Like. Um, the artist industry is definitely expanding there. And so I've met, no, you know, I've met two types of artists. I've met yeah. the artists that like to perform more than yeah. writing. And I met the artists that love to write more than performing. Which I would definitely say that I like to write more than performing because writing Same. is like when you perform, you already have it written. Yeah. And like, I, I love the process more than like the production. You like making it. You like you like forming your baby. You know, exactly. Rather than, rather yeah, than the spotlight, sense. but I still like the spotlight. <laughs> okay, but, but if you, um, I'm still I still get you... nervous when performing. Oh, I need to work on it, but I always get butterflies before I perform. Yeah. yeah. The second song is always like easier. The first one, you're like, oh my god. When you, as soon as you walk out, you're like, oh. Fuck, 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 fuck. Know, and then right? after you're like, okay, whew, we're good. Anxiety. Yeah. yeah. I, I love it. Like, I love the rush. I hope it never goes away. Yeah. Adrenaline is amazing when you're yeah. like, well, up on stage. If, if there are any venues, are there any that you would like to go perform at? Um, like, you mean like, um, like music festivals or concerts? Yes. Yes, precisely. Um, I hopefully... I plan on someday being able to perform at 
Rolling Loud, um, Goffball. Goffball is like, I don't know if you guys know, I think it's either in New York or Connecticut, but it was one that I grew up, um, you know, around. Um, it's like a music festival. Um, what other? I said Rolling Loud, right? Yeah. And then I'll be Coachella. <laughs> so I'm so giving high. <laughs> who, who is your dream person to perform with? Like, you know, open for or have, you know, them open for you one day? You know, um, I feel like most people would name like a really big artist, but um, I've always envisioned myself performing with like um, modern R&B, like male artists. And I don't know why I always think of like a duet. I always think of like, it'd be so dope if I could like be the singer and then he could be the rapper or we could both be singers. But I love like... um, I love watching a girl and a guy on stage. I just think it's it's really dope. So I would, I guess I would say, um, hmm, who would I pick? Yeah, who would you want in your duet? <laughs> um, I've seen, okay, I really like Young Blue. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of him. He's like a um, R&B artist and he has a really particular voice and he's a singer. Um, and I feel like whenever he performs, you can really hear the emotion in his voice. And I'm just like really blown away by his music. So I would definitely say if I could perform a song with him, that would be so incredible. Because like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're in similar categories when it comes to like style of, of music and writing. Because I don't necessarily like for all my songs to be super structured. I like some of them to be kind of like a freestyle. And my lyrics are kind of like really... Um, clear cut like they come straight from I don't necessarily always try to you know use metaphors and stuff like that sometimes it's just like straight from my own experiences and straight from you know what I'm feeling so mm -hmm. I think that he's also he's also like that so yeah. that would be a, a pretty amazing duo um, other than that though I'd love to just be able to perform big time with um, any of the artists that I've already worked with like um, Cal Dirt um, HBKRYN um sauce bastard and antonio Greece. those are the four main ar male artists that i've worked with in the past cool and then who what other genres do you listen to besides you know r&b i listen to almost every genre of music one genre that i don't necessarily enjoy the most would be like heavy metal like i don't like the screaming <laughs> it kind of freaks me out but other than that um i love like every kind of music so that's yeah. okay that's good. <laughs> Well-rounded. Yeah. Definitely. So um, do you have anything that you want to kind of like let your listeners know that you have going on for you? Yeah. So I have a new single coming out. Um, I believe it's going to be on the 30th. It's with Antonio Breeze. It's called On The Side. I've already previewed it on my Instagram, um, The Rough Draft, and it's done and it's ready to go. And so I'm super, super, super excited because it's just, it's the perfect mix of like soul and like a little bit of old school, but it's nice and sweet, but it's still upbeat. And it's in two weeks, right? Awesome. Yeah. Two weeks. Check it out. Oh man. I'm excited. Awesome. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, and well, I'm also working on a second album, but um, that's still like, we're, it's still in the works. <laughs> so how many tracks? Um, as of right now, it's looking like six or seven, um, but I'm hoping to get like eight or nine. Okay. Well, I wish you the best. I, I can't wait to Thank hear you. it. And I'm sure everyone's going to be excited to hear that. Thank you. 
Well, Tara, again, thank you so much for joining us. You know, we thank hope you, you stay safe out there. Yeah. So, you know, we wish you the best of luck and keep doing what you're doing. You rock. Thank you. You know, I felt like that was a really good interview. Yeah, it was pretty good. She's awesome artist. Uh, you know, check her out. She's coming out with a new song on the 30th, um, which is in approximately two weeks. That's coming up quick, man. Shit. No, she's, Time is she's flying by. Man. And, and I feel like I learned some things too from her. You know, like there is a different perspective that you can have, different outlook. And it is nice when you're not having to write the music because, you know, I guess there's no reason to go in there. You're not ruminating on some thoughts. And God, girl, I'm sorry that you've gone through some pain and hurt. Right. Stuff, you know, I've never heard, like I've never heard that, that aspect or that kind of that guess you could say that thought process where if I'm not writing music, that means that I'm not hurting. And it's crazy because, mm -hmm. you know, me and you have gone through so much hurt, you know, in our life. And we've had, definitely have had so much material to write about. It's crazy. Exactly. It's, it's me, crazy to think. And me, I've only ever wrote about pain. And I guess that is my problem. I have a hard time trying to find, you know, happy things to write about. It's like, I don't need to write about happy things. You know, I'm living the happy things. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I can totally relate to that. Um, and as far as like where to get music and like how to how to work with different producers, I think uh, that's a good route to take, man. If, if you're an up and coming artist yeah. and want to actually get your foot in the door and don't really know where to go, it's like, dude, just start. Start with poetry. So work with people you know any artists you know co collaborations are always um useful if you're an up-and-coming artist feel free to reach out to us you know we we're not great producers or artists is, but we will definitely help you out anything we can do to help out um help you write lyrics we we'd love to do that so yeah you know big collaborations you know we're we're just trying to do what we enjoy doing and we love. There's always room for improvement, you know. We're not perfect, so stop thinking you guys are. Yeah, I think that's that's where people get in in their heads. Like, dude, I'm perfect. I'm amazing. I'm these. My lyrics are fire. And then the moment someone's like, I don't like it, they're like, Why? Yeah, <laughs> bro. We're not, bro. Come so, on. Do what you love, man. That's all that's important. Yeah. So stay tuned on our Instagram, Facebook, social medias. Um, we have some big things coming. And guys, stay safe. That's all we have. You guys have a good one. Love y'all. Peace.